On this episode of The Buddy Review, we talk about taking turns and communication is very important to having fun, especially with your significant other. All right, let's get into it. Good afternoon, and thanks for coming to Thanks for Coming. As always, I'm your host, Scott, and this week we have a special episode called The Buddy Review. I'm joined with my lovely girlfriend, Casile. Casil, say hi. Hello. All right, Casil, tell us a little bit about yourself and your love for Bluey. Thanks, Scott. I am a licensed therapist. I specialize working with children 12 and under. I do expressive arts and play therapy techniques. My love of Bluey stemmed from actually over the pandemic, watching episodes with my mom, and it turned into wanting to share it with my boyfriend, Scott. And then turned into me using it actually in my practice for my clients, the parents, and the children. Awesome. Yeah, during the pandemic, we watched a lot of Bluey. And I really developed a big love for the show because it's very simple and easy to understand. But it's also funny. It makes you cry. It makes you laugh. It's just it's everything that you would want, honestly, in a regular show. But then it happens to be for kids. It has been something that has helped us a ton in our relationship, and so we wanted to share some of the episodes and why they're meaningful to us. Do you have something to say? The best part about it is it has all of this, and it's within seven minutes, so you don't have to worry about having to sit down for a full 30 to 45-minute show. It's succinct, it's quick, and it gets the job done. So everybody here who loves up, and we mean the first 10 minutes of Up, this is a perfect show for you. All right, let's start the first episode. Okay, here we go. Mom! Dad! Bingo! Louie! Okay, so I love this because I have definitely done this with kids, and it is absolutely hilarious when you just poke them and they start squealing while you're like doing some sort of beat it's absolutely hilarious my actual favorite part about all the giggles all the squeals all the laughter from bluey and bingo's voice actors is that the voice actors are actually children of the people that made the show and so they're not credited and so you don't actually ever see these children in any press release and they're having the best time with their parents on set they're just having like the most natural and, and carefree giggles and it shows I love the validation yes it is hard to take turns and why don't you do this different thing while I do it with your sister so Bluey you know you yes you've had your turn but let's have bingo be the bongos bingo bongo <laughs> I never got that that's really funny <laughs> Also, I just bingo going, well, she's already had this many turns and it's like, no, she's having one turn. There's the kids exaggeration is so funny. It's so accurate every time. Real quick, <laughs> I do dance like that for real, thinking that I'm dancing really, really good. Okay. <laughs> you dance like it too. Okay, so this is something that Kasil and I talk about all the time with the show, 
is the parents are always so upset when the kids like come up. They're like, let's play this game. And it th- happens throughout the entire thing. They're like, how about this? And the parents are like, ah. And Cecile was telling me that these are all games that the parents have come up with. Yes. The parents are the ones who introduce most of these games to the kids, thinking it was like a one-off game. But the kids end up loving the games, and so they keep asking to play it. And the parents keep hoping that maybe they'll forget about that game that they taught them. Okay, so side story. So our dog, Spencer, and yes, I know he's a dog and not a kid, but it, it applies, don't we? Years ago, when we first got him, he got home and I was like, oh, wouldn't it be amazing if I taught him how to open the doors? Because my young self was like, yeah, that's brilliant. And he spent his entire life opening up doors and it was like, oh, why did I do this? Actually, I'm thinking about it. I don't think my parents know that I was the reason he learned how to open doors that literally day one. It's your fault. I don't think they know. I'm going to have to ask them. So, my favorite part is not only do they teach them these games, they love these games, they keep wanting to play them. Instead of them being basically a buzzkill and saying, no, we're not going to play this game, they just keep playing along because they want to encourage their child's creativity and their imagination and continue to grow that trust that their parents are going to interact and kind of volley back the ball. Also, I think Bandit has a really good time. Right? We could go into the psychological thing, but the, the parents have a really good time playing with their kids. Like you can see, no parents has their kids stick their finger in their nose for no reason. Okay, nose reason. Gotta love the callback to the beginning of the episode. Taking turns is hard. Bingo's face says it all. But <laughs> but really, I don't know. I am actually the younger sister. I, I have an older brother. So as someone who relates very strongly to being in Bingo's position, it is really tough when you're trying to also be engaged and involved in the play but the older sibling takes over the play for the majority of it you want to keep playing but at the same time you're being left out of the best parts (laughs) (laughs) i love this bandit is by far my favorite character and i love he always commits to the bit even there's a few episodes where he'll be like i'm doing this for my kids but he will commit 100% to the bit no matter what, even when it's awkward. And there's been episodes where, like, the other dogs kind of exactly what you just saw are just like, what are you doing, sir? It's the neighbors. So they have neighbors. They have Wendy, which is their next-door neighbor, and then they have a Lucky's dad, Pat, who actually is their fence neighbor for their backyard. But the problem slash best part is, is that This is not just a one-off situation where they walk by and they go, you okay, buddy? But this is something that happens so often, in fact, that they're just like, you know what? I guess we just have to play along with the bit, too. That's a lot of assumptions also from Bluey, because Bluey is older, Bluey is bigger, and 
she is used to kind of being the take charge role. And the thing is, yes, Bingo is younger and she might be a little bit slower, but part of the play is not Bluey and Bingo trying to outrun Dad. That's a portion of it, but it's the play of knowing that Dad will go along with this game. But Bluey doesn't fully understand that yet. Classic hide-and-seek technique. What hide under the bed? <laughs> and hope that the big, large man just walks away. <laughs> but the best part is, is that you know that Dad's still playing along with it, and he's giving them that chance, just like I said earlier, for Bingo to still have an advantage without her feeling left out that she might be slower than Bluey. Sorry, the face with the two eyes going in direction. I wanted to mention a couple of things. <laughs> I don't know how Bandit does it, but he gets into these positions that I've I've thought about this. I'm like, could I do that? And I'm like, I would be stuck up there or I'd be holding on and I'd fall and crush the two kids. Okay, continue. <laughs> What I was going to say is, one, I think that he was waiting to see if maybe Bingo or Bluey was going to do the xylophone. So let's see what happens when Dad takes control and takes the xylophone away from what was causing fights between the two sisters. Not the hose! Not the hose! <laughs> Not the gumdrop buttons! <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys ever grew up with Fantasia or with even just classic Tom and Jerry kind of cartoons, but one of the things that I really liked about that is that they would incorporate classical music in each episode, and you wouldn't even realize that you're having classical music. You just think it's the background for the show. And what Bluey does in this first episode and what it will continue to do in other episodes is incorporate classical piano pieces or classical orchestra pieces in the background as part of the ambiance to kind of push the story along. And it's done in a way that you don't even realize it's there until you hear that piece maybe elsewhere in a fancy setting or maybe at a concert and you're going, oh, wait a minute, I do know this. Okay, trivia question for you. What place in Arizona that was specifically Arizona always had classical music on when you were in the let's say lobby area I don't know Harkins Theaters really? remember Harkins Theaters used to have classical music Shea 14 like if you grew up in Arizona there there's this small memory of like you would be getting concessions and they had classical music and it was always very weird because the entrance area was super duper tall and they would play classical music, which didn't fit because you were about to go see a movie. Like there wasn't movie trailers or anything. No, it was just classical music. So yeah. <laughs> okay. I want to pause real quick. Cause that was a really great example of using I statements. So I talk about this a lot with my clients. An I statement is basically when you say, I feel blank because or when blank. In the future, I would like 
blank. And what you're basically doing is you're doing a non-accusatory statement that allows you to express what you feel, what caused that feeling, and what you would like to change in the future so you don't continue to have that feeling. Bingo was expressing that not only did she feel sad that Bluey was taking a lot of the turns, but she also offered a compromise of saying that I would like to do this thing and that way we can continue to play and wanting the confirmation and that agreement with her that if you agree to this, we can move forward and we can have a better playtime together. I like that episode. It is definitely not on my top just because there are some amazing episodes. But what I really like is it shows kids how to take turns and really, I mean, even for us, Seal has not played many video games in her life. And recently we've been playing one game called It Takes Two. It Takes Two. So we both play at the same time. And it's at a skill level where I can do it no problem. And Kaseel, with a little bit of struggle, can make it through most of the levels. And it's a really good game. And it's really hard sometimes because Kaseel will be struggling and going, I have no idea what I'm doing. I can't get through this level. And I'll be like, let me do it for you. Let me do it for you. And she's like, no, no. And it's learning to allow Kaseel to have that turn, allow her to play it and go through it. I had my turn as my character going. She has hers. And yes, it may take her a couple more tries, but it's okay. And I also like that Bingo was able to communicate with Bluey. It's something that's really difficult for, I think, all ages of saying, hey, what you did there wasn't nice. I didn't like that. And I'm not going to play with you if you don't change and i've seen this with my cousins where sometimes instead of communicating they just go yeah and you're like that was not a good response not communicating what it was is it was expressing a feeling without explaining where the feeling came from and what that has to do with you sometimes people will cry for no reason Some people will cry because of a reason but if you don't express maybe that that person hurt your feelings or that it disrupted the play and you don't really feel excited to play with them anymore, the other one is not a mind reader. They're not going to know that. I agree. Also, when kids make an outburst like that, they're really just trying to get a response from the parents to say, okay, it's your turn and it's manipulative. And not only that, it's not always the parent's job to be the referee between the kids a parent isn't supposed to be engaged completely in the play between other kids it's not up to the adult to make the decisions for all the children sometimes the children need to also work through and figure out how do we compromise to make this play fun how do we maybe adapt or adjust things to your skill level to your speed to your age to your cognitive abilities because not everyone is going to be at the same level as you I'm definitely not as skilled at video games as Scott, but I do appreciate the fact that even though when I am getting frustrated and he does offer to step in, he respects when I say, no, I want to do it. I want to figure it out because it allows me to problem solve on my own 
and then be able to help out and contribute. And it gives a better sense of autonomy and a better sense of I can do this attitude. And then you want to do it more because the other person gave you the space to do it your way. Okay, to wrap this up, I'd like us to say our favorite part of the episode. And then we're going to each say one thing we took from this episode that we can use in our day-to-day. You like that? I love it. Okay. You want me to go first? Yeah. I absolutely love the playing the piano on a child. I think it's absolutely hilarious. I love Dad. He is by far, I just relate so much to him in every way because he's silly, goofy. He picks his nose. He farts. He's just, he is exactly what I see myself when I get older and I love him so much. And just that little bit of play is so nice. And it's also really funny. I love that. So that's my favorite part. How about you? (laughs) Well, my favorite part definitely has to do with when Bingo was able to express that she wanted to make sure she can have her turn and I'll have that taken away. And it's not that she doesn't want to play with Bluey. It's that she wants Bluey to be fair in the turns that they're taking. I think one of the ways that I can use this in our day today is, so during Shabbat, Kasil and I play a lot of games together. And sometimes there's games that I want to play. And there's sometimes Kasil wants to play. There's also times when I want to watch something, not on Shabbat. And Kasil wants to watch something. And one of the things I've kind of worked on is being able to remind myself when, let's say, we watch Legally Blonde together, that was a movie that Casile very much wanted to watch. And it is also very important for me to be present and watch that movie with her because you wanted to watch that. And when it comes to play and taking turns, then when I say to Casile, hey, let's watch Austin Powers she's also engaged and watching it with me. And so we both had this reciprocal reciprocal experience where we both get to be able to share with the other person and have our own turns. So I'm going to continue to work on that to make sure that I am reminding myself that I have to take turns with you. Oh, he's so nice, guys. This isn't just for this episode. He's like this all the time, even when there's no cameras or microphones. <laughs> So I guess what I would take out from this is to continue to be firm with your boundaries, but to also be enthusiastic and engaged when it is not your turn. To also say, this is their turn now. I want to give them the same amount of energy and excitement that they gave me for mine. And I think that that's a really good way to incorporate that in just conversation, in activities, in when you have bids for attention. So if you want to show me something, I want to make sure that if I am not doing something that requires my full attention for that moment, I can say, yeah, hold on, let me put this down and give you my full attention because that's what I want from you. All right. Well, that was a great episode. And I had a lot of fun. Did you? I had a great time. I love talking with you about Bluey. Yeah, we talk about Bluey way too much. Pretty much every dinner party, and you know what, anything with people. And it's always an adult dinner party or a, an adult thing where they're like, do you two have kids? No, no, we don't. It's just us. This has been an awesome episode of The Buddy Review. We appreciate you joining us on our first episode. And as always, thanks, thanks for, for coming. coming.